Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet her maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Breaking news, WABC. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, big breaking news coming from the state of Maine. Maine's top election official decides to remove Trump from the 2024 primary ballot. This indeed is the second state that has done so. Remember, Colorado made a decision with its state Supreme Court that was very similar not that long ago. And now the top election official in the state of Maine, who is the Maine Secretary of State, decided that Trump's actions warrant being kicked off the ballot, saying it's a violation of the 14th Amendment. It's the same thing that Colorado is saying. This is really an incredible moment because now we have two separate states, obviously in very different parts of the country, No doubt these will be appealed on many, many levels. Let's first get to the news. This is a reporter reading the Maine's Secretary of State uh, comment. This is when they decided that they would kick Trump off of the 2024 primary ballot. Take a listen. In a ruling just moments ago, Secretary of State Sheena Bellows writes, quote, specifically, I find that the declaration on his consent form is false because he is not qualified to hold office of the president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Bellows added, I conclude that the record establishes that Mr. Trump, over the course of several months and culminating on January 6, 2021, used a false narrative of election fraud to inflame his supporters and direct them to the Capitol to prevent certification of the 2020 election and the peaceful transfer of power. I likewise conclude that Mr. Trump was aware of the likelihood for violence and at least initially supported its use, given he both encouraged it with incendiary rhetoric and took no timely action to stop it. Now, I find this unbelievably uh, just offensive. I mean, if you look at it, this is the Secretary of State unilaterally deciding that Trump's actions in her mind constitute an insurrection and that they warn him getting kicked off the ballot. This is a preposterous notion, and it is probably something we're going to see in a number of other states, because now Colorado has done it. We know Michigan declined to do it, and now you have Maine, and there are still a number of other states sort of hanging out there. What is your reaction tonight with the stunning news that now Maine has joined the effort to try to kick President Trump off the ballot, the former president of the United States, the leading GOP candidate for president in an election year as we are heading into it in a matter of days and right in the throes of it all that you would suddenly kick the president off the ballot who may be the next president as well. If you look at a lot of the polls out there, this is an absurd notion and to me a complete abuse of judicial power. Now, in Colorado, 
already in the last few hours, the Colorado GOP party, because remember, it was seven liberal judges who decided to kick Trump off there in Colorado. It was a four to three vote. So even three of the liberals said uh, this is an overreach, but it was four and it's a majority that it takes. So four of them decided to kick him off in a state Supreme Court ruling there in Colorado. And in the last few hours, the Colorado GOP chair, Dave Williams, announced that they will go for an appeal, that they have already done that before the U.S. Supreme Court, saying that this was an overreach and how dare these liberal justices decide who's on the GOP ballot and who isn't. Take a listen to what the Colorado GOP chair says after they filed that appeal. Uh, well, I'm not entirely sure what their mindset was. I do, I do think that at, at the very least, you had three Supreme Court justices in the in the Colorado level that felt that this was a violation of due process. Donald Trump has neither been charged nor convicted of insurrection, and Jack Smith had the opportunity to bring those charges, but he chose not to. So, in light of that, uh, using it as a reason to dismiss Donald Trump from the Colorado ballot was certainly premature, and in this case. Um, shocking and unprecedented and and not warranted. And the shock continues again just a little bit ago uh, with Maine's top election official removing Trump from the ballot. And by the way, Trump already saw the writing on the wall on this one because he said she has tweeted out and put on social media. He created an insurrection. He led the insurrection. She already has been blasting him. In other words, she made up his her mind. How is that a fair and impartial jurist looking at this decision? That certainly sounds like somebody who had an axe to grind, clearly had it out for Trump, had an opinion already, and didn't go in with an open mind to look at the facts. That's almost like the January 6th committee that was like, okay, uh, you know, let's go after him. Okay, next. Sort of a lot like some of the other judges in the cases that we have seen. Okay, next. Just like the New York judge. Remember, he's guilty. Next. That's sort of how this was done. And even Trump's team in the last two or three days have been putting out notices saying that this secretary of state in Maine shouldn't be the one deciding this, that she's already prejudicial. She's already exposed her biases. She's put it out there publicly. Nothing to hide. She's right out there out front. And they say that's not really exactly uh, an impartial person who was sitting back and looking at all sides and looking at all layers and really looking at the law. And here is Jonathan Turley, because this is what he has to say about at least the Colorado case. He believes that it will go to the highest court in the land now that they have appealed the GOP side, the GOP party there in Colorado. And I bet after what happened in Maine in the last few hours, uh, well, I bet that they probably will take it up because now they see there are two states that are saying, let's kick them off the ballot. There's one that's saying, no, we're not going to do that. And there's others waiting in the wing. Here is what Jonathan Turley had to say about all of that. Well, it's a very strong appeal. It's frankly the moment that many of us have been waiting for. Uh, For months, this dangerous theory has been replicated throughout the country uh, as challengers try to find a judge or a court uh, that will give credence to uh, many of us believe that it's fundamentally wrong from historical and a legal perspective. Uh, But they finally found four justices uh, in Colorado that were willing to do this. Now, that court had seven democratically appointed justices, and three of them refused to sign on with this and said that it was clearly wrong. 
but they were able to eke out a 4-3 win in Colorado. That is now an outlier. You know, you have the Michigan Supreme Court following other courts and refusing to disqualify the former president. So it is ripe for the Supreme Court to review. There's a conflict among the states, and there's a very weighty issue here, uh, obviously, uh, for the country. A major issue for the country. And remember, President Trump has not been charged with insurrection. He hasn't been convicted of insurrection. Jack Smith, the special counsel who is looking into him, remember, in the January 6th election case, he hasn't even charged him with insurrection. So how can you say that the president has engaged in insurrection and that qualifies to kick him off a ballot for the president of the United States? That somehow this secretary of state in Maine is a fortune teller and able to sort of see things that maybe others can't see? I mean, this is really a stretch, and I think we're in dangerous territory for the reason that, indeed, he has not been charged or accused of it in a in a criminal setting. There's a lot of people out there who said, oh, he did this, he did this, he did this. That's opinion. There's nothing in, in these courts in that process regarding that. So what if they say, well, you know what? I believe what so-and-so is doing is also creating an insurrection. Let's kick them off the ballot. This is a really dangerous, slippery slope, and it goes well beyond President Trump. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Uh, Mike, this is really shocking tonight that they came back so quick. And uh, clearly, I think there will be other states that will probably jump on the bandwagon, too, don't you think? I think so, Rita. Jumping on the bandwagon. You know, first it's um, Colorado. Now it's Maine. And, you know, she, uh, what does she have, a crystal ball in her pocket? You know, oh, the insurrection, January 6th, the insurrection. Hey, you know what, people? This is this is Fugazi, you know, if you've ever heard the term with uh, the Democrats and the donkeys. Yeah, the it is. It, it is so political, yeah. isn't it? Disg- There's something really yeah. unseemly about this, Mike. And you heard what I said. Where do you draw the line? And that's when, you know, you step back and say, wait a minute. Um, you know, you could you could make the case that, uh, all right, well, Biden is creating an insurrection by having all these people cross the border. Um, there's a lot of ways you can use the 14th Amendment if you want to really, like, bend it and twist it and turn it. Uh, that is dangerous territory, I think, for America. Your thoughts, Mike? Definitely is. You know, it's a dangerous, slippery slope. And, you know, it's amazing what they try to get away with, with their, with their you know, devilish maneuvering. And, uh, yeah, it's right. You know, what about Biden? Oh, you can't say anything about the, you know, the donkeys and the Democrats. You know, it, it's really, uh, it's really getting to the point where it's, you know, you can't make it up. Truth is stranger than fiction, Rita, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's like we're almost living in an alternate universe. I hear you, Mike, because it feels like it's surreal. And um, and all of you may remember, and hopefully he's listening now, I think his name was Terry, um, who called in and a couple months ago said, hey, here is the plan. Uh, I have, um, I think you had, he had a relative or a friend who's high up in the Democratic Party, and he said, this is the plan. They're going to try to kick Trump off via the 14th Amendment. That's the plan. And lo and behold, uh, Terry was certainly, uh, you know, a Karnak. Um, He definitely realized uh, that that seems to be the plan. 
from, you know, the Democrats. And and look, here it is. I mean, when a couple months ago, it seemed like, no, that they can't be thinking that they're going to be using 14th Amendment and creating some reason to physically kick the leading candidate on the GOP side, on any side, off a ballot for president of the United States. I never thought we would be in this uncharted territory. And I hope the Supreme Court comes back and comes back soon and resoundingly says, no, the 14th Amendment was used for a whole different purpose. It was Confederate era. And also uh, it allows Congress to make those decisions, not uh, suddenly a secretary of state in Maine or uh, somebody in Colorado, uh, you know, seven judges who have it out for Trump. I mean, where does this end? This is such a dangerous place to be. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And it's another day, another decision against Trump. Uh, Is there any other uh, liberal justice out there that wants to weigh in? Well, you can bet the bandwagon will grow and grow. Now, in the last few hours, the state of Maine, the uh, the secretary of state there, has barred Trump from being on the presidential primary ballot in that state and joins Colorado, which did it recently as well. So take a listen. This is the former U.S. attorney general, the acting one uh, under President Trump, Matt Whitaker. This is his take on the Colorado decision which he says is not in the spirit of the law. It's less about whether or not this makes uh, the former president more strong within his base and a Republican nominee. I think it boils down to the rule of law. And if you look at what Colorado did, they had this slapdash hearing that uh, did not allow Donald Trump to call subpoena witnesses, didn't allow discovery. Uh, and then ultimately they, they decided the question of whether or not he had committed the crime of insurrection and, and uh, without even ever having been charged with that crime. And I, I think you boil it all down, it comes down to not only a due process violation, but really the rule of law. And so I, I hope and expect that the Supreme Court, uh, under John Roberts as the Chief Justice, will look for a way to have a unanimous decision that allows the people to decide this issue, Brett, because this issue is too important to have a 4-3 Colorado Supreme Court decide who, whether or not Donald Trump can be on the ballot. Yeah, you're going to leave it to a local state to say, I'm going to kick the leading candidate who is in a different party than me uh, off of the ballot for president. That is a preposterous notion. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Sandra. Line four. Uh, Sandra, your reaction to this big news tonight? Oh, good evening. Similar to what the senator just said, another corrupt ruling by very sick, disturbed and corrupt judges. I think the Supreme Court has to realize that they have to intervene, get this country back on track. And the the Democrats are nuts. And I bet the the Supreme Court, I bet they can't believe what they're witnessing. They denied Jack Smith's request. Now we have to get, like he said, a nine to zero 
unanimous vote that this has to stop and let 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 the people vote for who they want as president. No one else has that right. How dare they? That's like that's like an assault on us. Yeah, you bring up a great point because it is like how dare they say. Uh, that, yeah, uh, we're going to tell you who you're allowed to vote for, who you're not allowed for. And it also is saying that anybody could get kicked off because, you know, what one person sees is one thing, other people see another way. And believe me, um, Sandra, you know darn well that if Jack Smith believed or could prove (laughs) that Trump committed an insurrection, he would have charged him with it. I mean, Jack Smith is like a dog in heat. Uh, that guy is not going to give up. If he could have found uh, insurrection charges against Trump, he would have done it hands down. Your thoughts, Sandra? What do you think on that? Well, I agree with you on that. If he hasn't done it by now, that means he really he, 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 he's, he's impotent. He really can't do it. But my question, Rita, is what's taking the Supreme Court so long to get involved here. We need help now. This is a serious problem. If it's going to, it's like a domino effect. All these stupid states are going to start to do this. And, and it's not, it's not fair to Donald Trump. It's not fair to us. It's not, it's just a not a fair situation. Do you, so when are they going to intervene? Well, I think uh, probably in a matter of days, to your point, because I think they're realizing uh, that it's a fairly narrow window. And also uh, the primary process, the first one is uh, a caucus, and that's in Iowa. And then after that, you got New Hampshire, uh, but it is like full steam ahead. And I was January 15th. So there's a lot of things uh, that are in the hopper on a timeline. And I think we will probably hear back from them in a matter of days, whether they'll hear it, whether they throw it out. I think my gut tells me they're going to want to hear it uh, because they're going to know that there's other states that are going to try to do the same thing. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we get to honor great law enforcement men and women and their families, a powerful story coming from Perth Amboy, New Jersey, where police sergeant And also two police officers in the area saved a woman from jumping off the Victory Bridge in that area. The incident began one evening earlier this month when a vehicle accident report came in from the bridge. Sergeant De Jesus arrived at the bridge where he found a parked car. Now, a nearby witness told De Jesus that a woman was about to jump off the bridge. He immediately took action. He stopped the woman from jumping as she resisted, and she was repeating the words, let me die, let me die, and trying to break from the officer's hold. Now, several other officers soon arrived on the scene, and they helped the sergeant pull the woman back to safety. EMS personnel then secured and cared for the woman before transporting her to the hospital. The woman soon after revealed that she was dealing with with a big loss, the loss of her father, and also strained family relationships. The investigation found that the car that was parked there was not involved in an accident and that the woman had used it to climb over the railing of the bridge. 
Thankfully, the officer's quick actions saved her life, and she is said to be doing okay. What an amazing story and powerful story, and thank goodness those officers were there just in the nick of time. Well, we're talking about the big decision that just came down tonight from the Maine Secretary of State kicking Trump off the ballot in Maine. Colorado also has done it. There are about 12 other states that are also potentially looking at it as well. Of course, all of this, I think, will go to the highest court in the land. But in the meantime, a lot of the GOP challengers to President Trump are responding about him getting removed from the ballot in various states. And Vivek Ramaswamy, who, you know, some of the things he says in the debates, it's a little it's a little off, right? But I will say he came out when the decision from Colorado came out to kick Trump off the ballot. And he said, you know what? If Trump's not going to be on the ballot, then I won't be. And I don't think any of the other GOP challengers should do it either. At a principle that we should say this is unfair because you are targeting the leading person on the GOP side. Listen to what Vivek had to say. Well, it's an unconstitutional and flagrant violation of the way we conduct elections in this country, Maria. This is not the way we do things in the United States of America. We, the people, are the ones who select our leaders, not unelected cabals of Democrat judges in back offices. Now, the reason I made the statement I did, Maria, is very practical. If every Republican in the Colorado GOP primary also says we're not participating, then this blatant act of election interference has no impact. So I wanted to lead by example to say that if they are going to forcibly remove Trump's name from that ballot, then I would voluntarily remove myself, too, and called on Chris Christie and Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to do the same thing. I have to say I was disappointed to hear radio silence or worse from those other candidates who said they wanted to still collect their delegates. I think there's no point in actually collecting a small number of delegates if we're tolerating this level of blatant election interference. Blatant election interference. And this comes as Trump is still skyrocketing in the polls, which is why I think they're trying to do whatever they can. They're like, wait a minute, we've uh, got 91 counts against him and he's still standing. Now there's another one from Colorado. Now let's do Maine. Now let's try to do whatever we can. And it is clear it's because he is absolutely the leading candidate. Now, uh, in all fairness, Chris Christie and all the other candidates said they did not like the fact that a state kicked Trump off the ballot. And I'm sure they feel the same way about the decision tonight from Maine, I would assume. But Chris Christie, it's interesting. He's still in the race. Uh, If you look at some of the numbers, uh, he's obviously uh, a distant second, third, fourth. uh, Depends on which state you look at. He's all in, it looks like, in New Hampshire because he believes Iowa, he's kind of bypassed Iowa, knowing that he kind of feels like if he can maybe win one state uh, or come in second, maybe that keeps his campaign and gives it oxygen. But Chris Christie is not running out of money. He is getting a lot of money. And in fact, uh, just got seven figures and he's doing a seven-figure ad buy to get on a whole bunch of different TV stations, especially ones in New Hampshire. And he's not holding back the way he feels about Trump. Now, despite his hatred toward Trump, he still believes that getting somebody kicked off the ballot like they did in Colorado and like they did tonight in Maine, he feels it is an injustice and it is completely out of line. I agree with him on that. 
Uh, but boy, he doesn't hold back in this new campaign ad that was just released. Listen to Chris Christie swiping at his old friend, Donald Trump. Some people say I should drop out of this race. Really? I'm the only one saying Donald Trump is a liar. He pits Americans against each other. His Christmas message to anyone who disagrees with him? Rotten hell. He caused a riot on Capitol Hill. He'll burn America to the ground to help himself. Every Republican leader says that in private. I'm the only one saying it in public. What kind of president do we want? A liar or someone who's got the guts to tell the truth? New Hampshire, it's up to you. I'm Chris Christie, and you bet I approve this message. So I guess he's sort of the self-appointed attack dog of Trump. I mean, to say Trump will burn America to the ground. Uh, is there anybody right now that thinks the world is a calm place under President Biden? Uh, did you see the world burning to the ground under Trump? Uh, you know, I mean, look at the BLM riots. Those, those were not uh, Trump organized, remember? And look at some of the protests that we're seeing now in the streets of New York, these pro-Palestinian protests where they're chanting death to Israel river to the sea, all of that, that that's not Trump either. So, uh, I mean, this is just, it is insane. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to, let's go to Norm, line two. Norm, your thoughts about all this tonight. What a busy news night and unbelievable that Maine, the secretary of state there, decides on her own, okay, we're going to kick him off the ballot. Well, you know, as far as Chris Christie goes, he's an ungrateful schmuck. But anyway, um, uh, this is another sad partisan day for America. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd like the previous caller. Uh, where the hell is the Supreme Court? What are they, what are they waiting for? I mean, we're, we're having a constitutional crisis, in my opinion. But anyway. Yeah, um, by the way, I agree. Call- and that's why I think they will decide on this pretty quickly, Norm. I'll be surprised if they don't, because I think they now are seeing, obviously, there's a pattern Already, you know, the Michigan turned it, rejected it. Uh, the other accepted it. And now this one accepts it, that he should get kicked off the ballot. So I think, I think if anything, this main decision will expedite it to the Supreme Court even more. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Maine and Colorado, yeah, uh, they were blue. They're, it's blue. And Biden, I think, took them in 2020. By the way, so, Michigan, I mean, not- Michigan is a it was a liberal pretty, uh, you know, Michigan used to be red. Uh, now it's really an up for grab state, and the mm-hmm. and the state supreme court there is actually quite liberal, which was is interesting, Norm, because it didn't mm-hmm. used to be that way. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I think the I think the other candidates to include um, Mr. Christie need to, you know, I, I think they need to take a stand against, against this. You know, I think that that you know, I, I think that would be terrible if they don't. Uh, you know, let the Democrats run by themselves. You know, I mean, I don't know. I think that that would, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It's terrible. So anyway, um, and I, I it's know disgusting. what I'm going to do. By the way, it's disgusting. I think, Norm. I mean, yeah, it, it is shameful. I, right, and I know what I'm going to do. Okay, because if 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 New York goes, okay, and the Supreme Court doesn't back it, then I know what I'm going to do. Uh, then you know, this is the end of America. And, you know, I'm a dual citizen. I have Austrian citizenship and I'm going to move. And I've been thinking about this for the longest time. I'm going to go to Austria. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a conservative. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a registered conservative in Austria, too. I'm a member of the FPO, and, which is the Austrian Conservative Party. And wow. I know I will go there. I will go there and I will. I'm, I'm an American also. Wait, where are you I going? Are vote. you going to Salzburg or where are you going? 
Vienna. 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 It's the only place. It's my it's my ancestral. It's where my mother was born. My Vienna. grandparents. Vienna. Vienna is beautiful, yeah. by the way. I love Vienna. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful place. A, a, a great, great strudel. So anyway, but uh, look, I, I know I'm going to go there and I'm still going to call you. OK, good. All right. Unless All you right. Wanna, I'm going to get and and I am going to vote at the Austrian consulate. Hopefully uh, Trump will not be taken off of the federal ballot. You know, whatever ballot I can vote for in the Austrian consulate. And, uh, you know, I'll still vote for Trump as a write in. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. This is uh, what bad things are happening in this country. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know that, you know, every day is a depressing day here. And I, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much lo- how much longer I can take of this. Well, Norm, so, I, know, I, I will I, say, Norm, I, um, I hope that you stay here and I hope that uh, we still have you uh, among us because you're terrific. But I hear what you're saying in terms of disheartening. It is really disgusting. And, and it just seems so stilted and so biased and such uh it's such it's such an overreach in so many ways i mean and and it, it kind of is par for the course and it, it's just such overkill you know even after like the first case you're like wait 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 did they just charge the former president wait and now wait wait here's another one oh wait now here's another one it was like a different charge a different week you know and and now this happens. There's just something I, I agree. There's something really unseemly about all this. And listen, my mother's Danish, so I can say this. There's something rotten in Denmark um, because it really stinks. Um, and, you know, it, it's just there. I think there are a lot of people are just looking and saying this is not the country uh, that we grew up in. I mean, if somebody had said this to me again, even like six months ago or a year ago. If somebody said about a year ago or two years ago, I, I would say, uh, have another drink. You're really you're really drinking a lot. Now it's sadly par for the course. And I feel like these people are so determined to try to remove him any which way but loose and to keep their power any which way but loose. And if these Republicans, if they don't stand with Trump, I mean, so far they have on this issue, obviously not on a lot of others, as you heard from Chris Christie, but if they don't stand with Trump on this issue, shame on them. Because guess what? Uh, if they were the leading candidate and dominating like Trump was, you think they, the Democrats would give them a pass? Heck no. They'd find something else. Uh, if they thought that they were a big threat and somehow could be coming back to the White House, you bet it looks like they would pull out all the stops. And that's why this is so dangerous to the Constitution, to our country, to so many values. Um and if you do go to Austria, you know, you can listen to some great music there. There's some great music there in Vienna, too. I I love Vienna. It's, it is one of the most beautiful, beautiful cities. But I hope that you stay in New York with all of us, Norm. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to Mark, line four. Uh, Mark, uh, Norm is set to maybe move to Austria. What about you? Well, I'm not ready to go yet, but thank you for the call. Uh, but this is a complete travesty, and I, I, I believe that the Supreme Court, that's why they're called the Supreme Court. They're going to shoot this down. But one thing I know, the Democrats have always been trying to eliminate the uh, Electoral College. And I think, uh, like, the red states are going to stay red. The blue are going to be blue. But you got that purple element that it, it can get complicated. And this is another reason why the Electoral College can never be eliminated, because if it went on pure... Uh, popular votes and something like this uh, transpired, this could be a complete uh, eradication of the whole system, uh, of the whole system. It, 
it's a protection against something like this. Yeah. And no, you're right. And, and you know, you're right. It's a lot of big leading Democrats who are also pushing that effort. Um, you know, um, I remember uh, a number of, you know, I, I remember, gosh, uh, so many of them have been pushing through it, especially on the last campaign and over the last like 10 years saying, oh, we got to do away with it. Uh, but then it would go back. Think about what you, you know, the significance of what you're saying. You, you are so spot on because look at New York, look at California, look at some of these other states that are very heavy blue, uh, you know, uh, already by population. You can imagine they would, you know, a smaller states would have zero say. They would be totally overrun. Many of them are red states, not all of them. You know, you look at Texas, which now is a little purple, um, but um it is it is all about controlling the White House and controlling power. And the other issue, too, Mark, is they've also the Democrats have also been talking about um, packing the court, the Supreme Court, because they don't like the decisions from the Supreme Court. So let's not just stick with the, you know, with the justices we have now. Let's add a few more. Let's see if we can make it, you know, 12, 14, 15, 20. Um, I mean, all these things that have been like you know, decorum and have been procedure for so many years in our country's history. They just want to blow it all up uh, because it doesn't work in their favor. And, and that is a scary place to be. Let's go to Alice real quick. Line two in Ohio. Alice, your thoughts. Hi, um, this is arrogant. How can one person in the state of Maine make that decision? Uh, there, there, there are people. Alice, we lost you. Can you hear us? Alice, call back. We you, we just dropped off. Uh, let's real quick go to uh, EJ on line three. Go ahead, EJ. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm with Norm. I'm going to go for the strudel, okay? <laughs> there is some good strudel the there in today. Austria, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I heard on the radio today that possibly Governor DeSantis might, has directed his attorney general to take Biden off the ballot in Florida. Ah, I got to look into that. That's interesting. And, and I've heard I've heard him say some things about that because he said, listen, what Biden's been doing with the border. Um, yeah. and, and, and I say, Abbott, bravo, fair, uh, par for the course. He should. Governor Abbott did the same thing in Texas. Ah, so bravo, bravo. Be, you know, tit for tat. You know? Yeah, that, that is play the same game. You're right. You're right. Wow. Can you imagine? Uh, fair is fair. Can you imagine? OK, so Trump will be on what, like four ballots. Biden will be on three ballots. I mean, this is this is this is insane. But I, I actually think it's really smart payback, you know, and say, hey, how do you like it? And it's a perfect example to the Supreme Court that this is a very dangerous slope to go on. And they should do it because it will enforce to the Supreme Court that it is completely, completely out of line. Uh, EJ, thanks so much. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is Wild Times in America. It's The Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And in the next hour here on the Rita Cosby Show, some more massive protests taking over the streets of New York tonight. 
Uh, they were by the World Trade Center, Zakati Park, uh, chanting death to Israel, river to the sea. And it looks like they have plans to try to disrupt New Year's Eve as well. Uh, they were trying to do that over Christmas. They were also trying to disrupt funerals and a whole bunch more. Uh, so this is getting to be a real mess. And yesterday also, remember, they were blocking traffic uh, in and out of JFK and LAX in Los Angeles International Airport. So uh, what needs to be done to put these protesters in line? Uh, we were talking earlier in the week, John Katsimatidis and I, with Bill Bratton, the former NYPD commissioner. And he was saying, you know, it's time to get tough on these protesters, that they're disrupting the peace. Many of them are shouting hate-filled speech. They're destroying property in some cases, burning American flags. There's a lot of different things you can do to kind of crack down on them. They shouldn't get the, quote, easy pass. You know, you got to let them know that you got to respect other people. And breaking up, you know, suddenly... Uh, disrupting traffic from the airport or you're driving through New York, you got to go through all these like side streets. Sometimes it takes you another hour or two just because there are a few little protests in the way. I mean, it is it is so reprehensible. And I hope this backfires on them big time. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we are talking also about this big decision from Maine where they have kicked Trump off the ballot there now, becoming the second state. Let's go to Alice again. Alice, line three, your thoughts. Well, first of all, um, I'll repeat what I said initially. That's arrogant. How can one person, the secretary of state in Maine, make that decision? What about the governor? I don't think DeWine in Ohio would would, uh, allow that. Our secretary of state handles our elections among other things. I agree. And, and by the way, another, by the way, in yeah. um in um Maine, they can appeal first to like a state court, a, uh, like a state supreme court, then it would go to there is sort of another layer which wasn't the case, you know, in Colorado because it went right from the supreme court. But uh, and your next point, Alice. Well, I'm, you know, a lot of my thunder has been stolen, but there all it is is power. They're power grabbing, power grabbing. And that has to do with these illegals that are coming in. They are recruiting them to go to work as they're going to be voting. That's what they want. It's power, power, power. Well, Alice, 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 uh, I agree, agree, agree. You're right. Uh, I actually think that that is the plan. At some point, they're going to say, you know what? Let's just keep everybody here and let's just give them the right to work and the right to vote and the right to do whatever they want. 1-800-848-9222. 